Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by Adrian Jenkins. AJ is the 10th Planet Black Belt Gym Owner of Louisville Combat Academy, which is, of course, also 10th Planet Louisville. Really appreciate AJ coming on the show today. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by returning guest. We have AJ Jenkins. AJ, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic, buddy. How are you doing? Doing very well. Appreciate you coming back on the show. It's been a wild uh, past few years, ever since I think probably 2019-ish yeah, is when uh, Louisville Combat Academy came on board and started supporting the, the Kelly nice, Patrick yeah. Show podcast. Yeah. And since that time, I've really enjoyed, you know, I'm there on Thursday nights for kickboxing and wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So BJ Ferguson normally, last night it was Graham Gordon, great, yeah, great is, class. Just as good to me. You know, like really? Yeah, he, I mean, a little different, different flavor, a yeah, little different, different flavor, but, but great. Still good. Great yeah, striking. Awesome, yeah. Man. Yeah. Graham's, Graham's a very good instructor. Sometimes it'll be Isaiah. So I'm there on Thursday nights for kickboxing at 630. And then right after the kickboxing class, Cisco Estrada yeah. leads a wrestling man. class, which is growing. Yeah, I think there was 20 some 20 plus wrestlers yeah. on the mats last night so that was nice. that was That's a big good. wrestling class i wish i hadn't missed that i left a little early i left, I left right before the wrestlers started like piling in last mm-hmm. night too dang on and i would like to see that yeah. so i'm there on thursdays and i'm going to put this in the intro for the kelly patrick show soon i'm at louisville combat academy on thursday evenings and sunday evenings 5 p.m for uh we do mma sparring on sunday so i spent yeah. a couple days there a week i've really enjoyed um you know, the atmosphere, everything Louisville Combat Academy has brought to, yeah. you know, my training with the wrestling, with the kickboxing, you know, everything. I yeah. think it's, it's be a, like a great... Diverse and open, too, because I'm like, I'm a huge proponent of cross-training. I've always okay. been a big proponent of that because I think it's also just the way I was coming up 
too because we kind of with Louisville MMA that's where I started with Jason Y we would go to we would spend times at other gyms you know what I mean like long times like we was at core for a couple of years Derby City for a couple of years when Colin Cannon owned it um where else were we? we were at Hester's which that's where I saw them at first or whatever and then of course he ended up you know getting his own place or whatever so we got to you know kind of skip around we got some other good techniques from this guy this okay guy, this yep. guy i got to train with under seneca for a couple of years which is fantastic he's an awesome coach um colin cannon is a great coach actually chewy um was teaching classes out there at that time here and there too and fantastic coach. chewy's not a bad jujitsu guy no, he's not. No, he's not horrible. No, <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> he's uh, he's he's pretty smart, actually. Yeah, not only good at jujitsu, but well spoken. Yeah, well spoken. Has obviously a great podcast. He's the best like marketing and name I think I've ever seen for jujitsu. The jujitsu, yeah, jujitsu is just, that's it, man. That's it. His for YouTube him, channel has really taken off. With I think people all across the world watch it for, you know, how to tie your belt. Or yeah, you know, just some yeah, basic yeah, yeah, jujitsu yeah. stuff. I'm yeah. I'm a I just got promoted to blue belt. I don't think I deserve my rank. There's a video devoted to you. Right. Yeah. He's yeah, got yeah, kind of yeah. his little he specific does, yeah. niche. I he think does he does just, a good job yeah, with it. Not normal stuff you would actually discuss, you know. Sure. Because <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know how it is when people like I just got my belt. Oh, I don't really feel like I'm ready for that, you know. Of course, on the other spectrum, is like, oh, should have got this a month ago. <laughs> you think that's more common? People thinking that they should have been promoted, maybe, or <sighs> no? I don't think it's more common. Maybe it's difficult know. to make rules with stuff like jujitsu because yeah. off the bat, what percentage of people who ever try a jujitsu class stick with it? To um, it's what's the statistics they say? Man, I don't know really what the real numbers are, but I can tell you from our place, our retention rate. Is probably around thirty to forty percent, I think. Okay, in okay, area, so that's pretty which good. Kind of high, in, okay. my, in my opinion. Just I guess it's always a numbers game when you own that type of business. You know what I mean? Just you just got to keep getting people coming through the door. You know what I mean? Like retention's awesome. We have good retention. You know, but you know it's not for everybody either. So you're going to always be losing people. Yeah, it's always a revolving. So you've sure. always got to be bringing in <clears> new people, and that <throat> that's kind of good for the the training experience for the existing students too. Yeah, and what I mean. is there's new people to train with there's experienced people to train with you need both yeah yeah you need both um i guess our next level is like eventually we want to get to where we're we're drawing in um upper belts instead of just beginners you know oh, okay I mean? so, okay and we've done that actually we've had, we've had a few people who come out they've been uh, blue and purple belts from other gyms and they've signed up and stuff so i mean we're getting there you know what i mean you know we're still relatively young as far as gyms go you know what i mean we're been we've only been around for about 10 years Okay. So, and like gyms now, like Derby City, geez, they've been around for almost 20 years probably, or getting close. Uh, Scott Elliott just had his 29th anniversary. Wow. Right there in um, um, Richmond, Kentucky. So, like, yeah, it's like he's been around forever. You know what I mean? And you could tell by listening to him teach, too. He's a fantastic teacher, man, and good human being, too. Like, they have such a great group or crew out there. You got Gina out there who's like. She's like the mama bear of the group, man, but she yeah. like lays the law down. You know what I mean? She's like sure. nothing passes you know, with her. You got Adam who's always – man, Adam's like my one of my favorite training partners ever personally because I mean, me and him just – he's really patient with me because I'm old and stupid sometimes and like takes me a minute, you know, <laughs> evidently or whatever, you know. But, um, but, yeah, he's really patient with me and stuff, man, and uh, he does a great job, dude. Like everybody out there is just super good people. And, and everything too so and i had the same experience with core had the same experience with derby city you know what i'm saying these are just good good camps you know fantastic leadership you know what i mean 
I think that's a good mentality to have. What do they say? A rising tide lifts all ships. Yes. You know, when jujitsu and, and training, when the numbers go up, I, I see it here on the podcast. Yeah. I talk to gym owners and they're like, holy shit, our en- enrollment is up big time. Yeah. They all say that for the most part around the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to go. It's starting to pick up again already because first of the year is coming around and everybody's wanting to get their christmas presents in or gift certificates and stuff like that because we offer that too we're up to like 30 day gift certificates or something i'm not sure what the price is but (laughs) last time an election year came up oh i hate to say this oh yeah it was like plummeted (laughs) (laughs) right it impacted me too i mean i'm not saying just you it impacted everybody i think election years are the worst for business but especially the 2020 election year jesus that was was the whole COVID thing hopefully we don't have chaos like that again no i ain't shutting down again for that goofy mess man that's just the dumbest i think that's about over with to be honest because it just they kept trying to like bring this back or that variant and all that kind of crap. And I think Americans are just done with that mess, dude. Like, I'd just rather get sick. (laughs) Sure. And really, to me, it's like, you know, I've heard, I'm kind of mixed feelings on COVID itself. Like, I'm still a conspiracy theorist, you know what I mean? We are 10 planets, so we got to be some what's conspiracy theorists or whatever. But at the same time, you know, I start hearing stories. You know, I've heard stories periodically throughout the whole mess that, you know, oh, man, I almost lost my dad or I lost my dad to COVID. Sure. That, and I'm like, well, something's out there it's killing people. Oh, yeah. yeah I think yeah. it's the flu. But, you know, that's just my opinion. I'm not a doctor. Or some you know. variant of the flu, and it's yeah, COVID in this case. And it is, in yeah. fact, a nasty flu that can kill, in yeah. particular, older mm-hmm. people. Yeah, and we had a guy, 67, came in the other day and was talking about it, and he said he, he, he actually was one of the few that survived a ventilator. And he was on a ventilator for a month or so. Wow. Yeah, and he actually survived, and it's still, like, he's actually coming to the gym, you know, trying to start to get back in shape now. You know what I mean? Like, jeez. He's coming insane. into Louisville Combat Academy to yeah. get in shape? Wow, yeah. good oh, for him. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we have, you know, we have technique and classes for all all types of walks of life, man. You know what I mean? You don't have to be good. Actually, we, I prefer somebody come in there and not know anything, to be honest. That way I can kind of like bring them up the way I like it. You know what I mean? Sure. And then that way it's more of a 10 planet, you know, thing than uh, traditional this, that, and the other. Which tradition's good. You know, I'm not saying anything negative. It's just not my game. You know, my game's more out of the boxy kind of stuff. You know, I like, I like flashy movement sometimes. Not necessarily when I compete, but I love to teach that. (laughs) Be aware of it. Yeah, yeah. You got to be aware of everything. And uh, that's an interesting topic. I'm so ADD. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to make another point, but that's an Mm -hmm. interesting topic. Mm -hmm. You just said um, that that's not necessarily what you use when you compete. Yeah. However, when teaching and when learning, there are things that you like to do to progress your game. Who knows? Maybe a year from now, that seemingly fancy move will become part of your competition game yeah yeah and it, it, that's usually the way it works you never predicted that yeah. it would have you're like oh shit no. i was kind of just learning it because it seemed to make sense and then now i'm actually using it so I that get, does happen I get super apprehensive when i'm competing too you know because obviously i don't want to lose sure you know? that's fair <laughs> yeah, yeah also too i've always been the oldest guy out there half the time or most of the time or whatever I don't, i've never competed like maybe once it was at fuji and the guy was like a blue belt or purple belt or something like that he was like 53 you know but everybody else has been 30s and stuff you're like 50 that. i'm 51 51 yeah so compete against somebody 10 to 20 years younger it's who won between you and the 53 year old i won that one yeah it did took you about yeah there was two matches both matches combined last a minute and a half okay yeah i was just you know 
I felt for the guy, but at the same time, when you're in competition mode, man, you don't really care about their. Feelings. Oh yeah, he probably wasn't you know I mean? a. <laughs> yeah. Even though he lost, I'm sure yeah. he wasn't a pussy. Yeah, it's right? probably he, not he, the best place for a liberal to be with their feelings. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, it is what it is. You know? <laughs> I had to say something political. I couldn't help it. You know? <laughs> well, speaking of poli- hey, this is the Kelly Patrick super, show. I, I do promote. Too, so if like, nothing yeah. else, I, I do. Prom- I try to. Be consistent with promoting free speech. I Absolutely. Hope. Yeah. So if you support Trump or if you support Biden, if someone supports Biden <laughs> and loves Biden, honestly. If somebody supports Biden, they should probably be shot at this point. <laughs> I mean, just saying, you know. <laughs> but if they do want to come on the Kelly Patrick show and make a case, you know, there is a case to be made supposedly for like numbers or of the, I don't even know. Yeah. It doesn't seem to make a bunch of sense to me. But yeah, those numbers are either not real because mm-hmm. You can't really trust anything the media says anyway. You know what I mean? Like, can't at all trust anything the media says. Sure. I mean, they, they're not even giving us the right information on our food source. Why would they give us information on politics? I think Michael story? Malice says factual, but not accurate. And right. what he means by that is the media will be like, oh, my God, since Biden came in office, job growth has went up 9,000%. Right. You're yeah. like, what? Yeah, oh. Came in after COVID. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had wow, biggest... that must mean Biden's <laughs> yeah. really sharp. Yeah. What did he do? Uh, so, it, you he know. He poured water in an empty glass. That's what he did. You know what I mean? Like, it's exactly what he did. I mean, there was no, what, the unemployment rate was like 60, 70% at the end of COVID. And so it was like, well, it's going to get better from here. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to go to 100%, 100% non Nobody's working at all, which felt, it felt like that, you know. You brought politics into it, so I'll, I'll uh, transition that into January 6th. Ah, the insurrection. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, actually, that's our uh, that's our next tournament for um, Planet Global, Global Combat Academy. Actually, we changed the name to uh, Freedom Jiu-Jitsu Open, and we did that because I do have aspirations of taking it to maybe another level maybe later hopefully if it gets bigger i actually have a different format that i'm going to play with the next tournament not this tournament but the next tournament um and it's going to be a little bit more like a wno type format where we're going to have single matches not comp- not like tournament style matches or whatever we're just going to have an event it's a little bit more like wno you just have the single uh, super, super fight fights. matches yeah yeah we're gonna have kids we're gonna have because you know and it's funny man because like before i hung around before i was around uh scott and gina um i didn't even realize and it's probably just something that's evolved within the last you know five ten years or whatever like i never see kids like do super matches you know what I'm saying? until like their kids started doing super matches you know what i mean and they got some like natalie you know, yeah natalie wells joey lopes dude okay. um Man, it's just it, it, there's so too many kids. I don't really know all their kids, but like I know those because those guys are just hammers. <laughs> those dudes are those kids are hammers, man. And they just they have no problem. I mean, Joey, man, that kid is amazing. Dude. I mean, the dude's like ten ish, eleven, really, you know, I, maybe I, not even that. He may even be eight. I don't know. He's a small <laughs> kid, you know. I don't really give with ages, but you know, but the kid is a he's a he's a monster, dude. He's right. an absolute savage, dude. Yeah, I love watching him compete. Like I'll go, I'll go. Even if we don't have any kids competing, and I know that their kids are going to be there, I'm going to go watch their kids. Just because and everybody's like, "Why are you getting there so early?" I was like, "Dude, I got, I got kids to watch, man. Like these kids are good. You know what I mean?" And of course, you want to support them as much as possible. And the more they see a friendly face, the more they turn it on too. Because Joey's just a, he knows how to play. You know what I mean? I love that kid. So Jan- Saturday, January sixth, twenty twenty four. Yep, yep, yep. Will be the Freedom Open? Yep, Freedom Jiu-Jitsu Open. Yeah, it's all sub-only. 
uh, no points. We get freedom from points, freedom from judges' decisions, you know, freedom to actually do jujitsu. Okay. Um, we, so are uh, you against points jujitsu? No, I'm not against points jujitsu. Okay, okay. I just don't prefer points jujitsu. You think the allure of jujitsu as a martial art is the ability to end the match, to end the fight? That yeah, person's yeah. either, you know, maybe not I think when you choked act, or but their arms broke or something. Some reason to end it. It's definitively yeah. there's the winner. That's what you like. I think that like okay, and this is just my opinion, which is probably not a very popular one. Um, I view points tournaments in the beginning of your jujitsu career as a really good starting point because it gives you the um immediate like you have to like worry about position you have to worry about points of course because that's how you get points by worry about position or passing or whatever and it's a really good way to like introduce somebody into competing you know because everything matters there you know what i mean but and then you kind of like I, I think evolve or whatever from that and then you go to a nogi or rather not nogi but a um but a no points tournament, and then you're kind of like able to be a little bit more free with your movement. You don't have to worry so much about being on the bottom, which is, you know, if you're a bottom game and, you know, it's a little more difficult to play a good bottom game in a points tournament. You know what I mean? It's, you're putting yourself at risk for passing and giving up points. But, oh, it's um, a different, uh, I won't say a different sport, or but whole different animal in a way yeah, to be is. like I'm on the bottom for whatever reason, but... I'm yeah. doing all right. You're yeah. not worried. You're not like, oh, I got to change everything and frantically right. try to get up. And then, right, because people usually usually go for leg locks from you know standing positions. Usually, you have to get under the hips to make it more effective and all that stuff. So you know, what I mean, like if you're scared to be on the bottom because of a point, you're going to lose points. Then the chances you play in that game are a little bit slimmer, not horrible, but slimmer. You know, and I don't like that. I like I like jujitsu. Can kids in this tournament? What can they do? They can do knee bars and straight ankle locks. Okay. Yeah. All kids. All kids. Okay. All kids can do knee bars and straight ankle locks. And the crazy thing is, man, if, if <laughs> I almost wish I could just not give them any rules, man, because I, I hate rules in jujitsu. But these are children. We have to make, we have to monitor them. A bit. I don't want a bunch of kids out there heel hooking people and tearing knees and stuff like that. So, you know, when you add competition pressure with an undeveloped mind, you're going to get some. Good and bad results, so like you know, we're trying to avoid that. But yeah, we also have um, we have some absolute divisions that we're uh, paying out on too. Uh, we did this last time. We have a uh, twelve and under kids absolute pays a hundred bucks to win. Wow. Um, we also have an adult absolute, and that pays five hundred dollars to win. So you can come in and make five hundred bucks if you can get through that bracket. The brackets keep getting harder because <laughs> we offered money. So, which was the goal? I wanted to get a bunch of uh, get a bunch of uh, different or higher belts in there, trying to compete and get some money. You know what I mean? So that's so, what we're doing. So, what if someone's listening and they're a heavyweight black belt and they're like, "Oh, I come there and win five hundred bucks." Good luck. Good okay. Luck. Good luck. Yeah. Like anybody can. I've seen some of the people signed up already, and I'll be honest with you, there's a couple of guys in there that are killers. I saw Brandon like, Reed is signed up. I did too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's interesting for him because of obviously he has a wrestling. That's right. his foundation for grappling. Right. He would admit that, but I bet he likes the idea of a, a different rule. You know, a rule set that's so more too. submission only because yeah. he's trying to work more, on his stuff. I believe he's. Um, I'm not entirely sure because I don't really follow his career that closely, but I, I do believe he's into IBJJF too. 
but he also does he also does ADCC rule sets. Okay, which of course is no gi or no points in first ten minutes and the last ten minutes you know, there's points. Which I like that rule set too, but I don't like points. <laughs> I love ADCC; it's a great rule set, but just on a preference level, I just I would rather have no points ever. Um, now, if something happens in the match or something doesn't happen in the match, I should probably say, and you don't get any, um, you don't get a submission, then we have an overtime round, which means um, you can pick up two positions. You can go uh, armbar position, which in 10 Planet we call spider web, or you can take a back position or back guard position or backpack, whichever you want to call it. Um, and then, you know, you start from there and then you have escape time. So if um, the first round, the guy that's in front, whatever, the guy that's got the backpack on him, his he's trying to get out as soon as he can. Say he gets out in ten seconds, and then the round the and then the bottom of the round, the guy gets to actually reverse positions so that he can get an escape time or a submission. If he if he's below ten seconds, he wins. Of course, if he's above, he loses. So it's a it's a good rule set. You don't have to worry about you know a referee making a decision or his opinion on how you performed. You don't have to worry about you know losing points for position any of. Any of that stuff. So, but it's a good, real definitive. I love that Eddie Robble came up with that because it's just a fantastic, a fantastic way to do a tournament. You know, what I mean, it's a great rule set. Will this um, be your third, fourth, fourth? Okay, yeah, fourth, 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 yeah, fourth tournament, fourth one. Yeah, and that that's that pretty quick, recent. Yeah, like, right. We're trying o- to do over one. the past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're trying to do one every quarter. Um, and honestly, man, like when I first started this. I just wanted to see if I could do it. See if what kind of see if we could do you know, what. Yeah, what you know prompted I mean? you to do it? Uh, the rule set. I do like like good fight is pretty close. You know what I mean. They do a few other things that that we don't do or whatever. And also, you can get a referee's decision in good fight too, which I didn't like. But uh, not that I don't like good fight. They're a great company, fantastic people, good Christian-owned company, which I love. But um, but yeah, I just uh, I just didn't like the rule sets out there, and also I loved the EBI rule set. I was like, man, what a fantastic rule set. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, well, hey, let's try that and do a tournament EBI rules and see what happens. You know what I mean? Worked out great. Um, in EBI, though, they do two, or sorry, three overtime rounds, which means you got to switch three times. We don't do that. We just do one overtime. Now, if, if there was a case where we went through both overtime rounds or both or the top and the bottom of the overtime round and nobody – escapes or gets a submission would just continue the another overtime round. Oh, so you do it if necessary. If necessary. We haven't had to yet, but if we have to then we'll just do one more top and bottom round. You mean you haven't done haven't yet because someone gets a submission. They start with someone's somebody back. gets a submission or they get an escape time. Either one. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So it would take what would it take to force a second overtime rule? Some type of a weird tie? Cuz isn't it a countdown to see how who sub- who escapes the fastest? It is. So what happened, what would potentially happen, it hasn't happened yet, is either they don't get submitted or they don't escape. Okay. Now, the next round, the same thing happened. I see. So that'd be very steep, rare. So yeah. they didn't escape, but they were maybe someone yeah, had their back defense. and they were just playing super defensive. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm sure it's possible. Yeah. Excuse me. I, I know that there's guys in EBI that have done that, but they have the re, the three-round set, too. And a lot of times they don't make it to it because, like, the second round usually when somebody gets submitted. And then if somebody gets submitted, the next then if it's at the bottom of the round or the very first part of the round, then the other guy has a chance I to. Can, yeah, that yeah, makes and sense. And then the other guy has a chance to return. 
You know what I mean? It's like, oh, and then he's got however many seconds it took that dude to submit him. He has to submit his opponent within that time. So what would force a second in the regular EBI rules? What would force a second and then third? Nobody's points. Nobody's escaping. Okay, so they also so it's you're yeah. do, the way you're doing it's pretty similar to the yeah, standard very, EBI way. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, and then like I said, mo- a lot of the EBIs don't even go to the second round. Like a lot of them, somebody will get submitted in the in the top half of the round, and then they don't get the other guy doesn't get the submission, so he's done. It's over. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, how much does it cost for someone to compete? Uh, it is forty dollars for a pre-register. You can do that on Venmo or, or PayPal. And uh, you just have to put your uh, – it's Louisville Combat, Acad- Louisville Combat Academy um, on Bimbo. And then um, I believe it's the same on PayPal. not entirely sure about that. But um, either way, uh, yeah, just put your information in there, your, your age, your weight, and your bell rank. And then that way we can – you know, I definitely encourage people to do, to do the pre-register. I mean, it's only 10 bucks for day of, but – to help us out a little bit, yeah, definitely. The earlier people get signed up, the better it is for us because then we can start to make brackets earlier and stuff. Usually we've been having to make brackets day of because of day of signups or yeah. adjust the brackets when, you know, when people sign up, which I don't mind doing. Uh, Holly does not like that. She thinks that we Because she's the one who does it. No, I do it. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, she she just doesn't like it. She's like, she, you know, it just makes it too would prefer. Yeah, makes, I can see where she's coming from. Well, Fuji used to do that. They used to do same day of sign-ups, which they quit doing that, too. A lot of people stopped doing that. I don't want to do that because the tournament's so small. You know, I'm even one competitor, I want to, you know, oh, I didn't make it. And that's another thing, too. Like, man, some people who compete, they don't decide that they're going to compete compete till they walk up in there and see if there's somebody for them or something. You know what I mean? So, we, you know can't really kind go away from right yeah can't, so, can't say no same day signups you can't right, say that yeah, really yeah. not for us not at this point um actually derby city just or chewy just did one fantastic tournament by the way uh had a couple guys compete out there and uh he did a round robin and it was a really good tournament man he had a good turnout um it was ran pretty well jeff alexander uh was running it and jeff alexander really knows how to run a tournament he uh he runs the new way tournaments when they come to louisville too and um, that's BJJ Fanatics. So that's okay. the new way one. So, yeah, he does really, really good with that. I've actually talked to him about helping us, you know, maybe update, you know, eventually when we get to a bigger format, then maybe we'll update and see what um, see what happens there, you know. We're just trying to get a little bigger, you know, trying to make as much money in the sport as we can. You know, this is my only job now, so i got to, you know, add services. When my old job, that's how you made more money, you just add a different service. Or, so you don't do flooring anymore? No, I don't do flooring anymore. No, not by, uh, unless I know the person. Or, you know what I mean? If it's just like a little small project, usually I'll get that done or whatever, you know, because I do enjoy working, you know, do, I do enjoy doing flooring now that I don't have to do it. <laughs> you know, when I had to do it, I hated it. I <laughs> now that I don't have to do it. I'm Having to do it means you have to do it even if it's for some dickhead who's being rude to you. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now I can choose what if I want to, which I usually don't, but, you know, if I do, I can choose somebody I like. <laughs> I don't have to choose somebody. Like somebody starts to give me a bunch of goofiness. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not available. <laughs> I worked for Chase Bank and PNC Bank, and in that type of a environment, you can never like tell a customer, "I don't want your business." Ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. ever. But now I work for uh, my father owns the business I work for, so I have to ask him. I'm like, "Hey, Dad, this guy's being really rude to me. I'm going to tell him to fuck himself." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe don't say fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't say that, but tell him you don't want to do business, and then that's yeah. all there is to it. And uh-huh. there's something, 
like yeah, freeing to that yeah. to being able to choose what you're doing. So so the um, Louisville Combat Academy tenth planet tenth planet jujitsu Louisville. Yep. Now is yeah. doing very well. Yeah, doing pretty good, man. Um, we're starting to get a little uptick in members again. I think it's normal this time of year. It usually starts really good in February, March, though. So, oh, yeah? Um, yeah, it usually like, comes up then, and it gets a little slower during like the, the, the summer months, it seems like, because people are just vacationing and stuff. What do you – what would you – I know that you're um, – what do the majority of people who sign up for Louisville Combat Academy, what do they sign up for? Jiu-jitsu. Okay. So the yeah. jiu-jitsu program is the bread and butter. Of Definitely the, the bread and butter, yeah. But – okay. Um, but you, you described earlier how there are options to get into good shape maybe without even, you know, grappling. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if your back can't take being thrown on the ground, there are ways to uh, go to Louisville Combat Academy and to – get more active and to even learn how to fight yeah without doing certain things yeah um, my wife actually runs a uh, strength conditioning class on monday wednesday fridays at five thirty. okay and she's a very small person sure <laughs> my wife's very small yep. but she's a firecracker man she's like everybody that leaves that class they're not they're not they're they're tired okay <laughs> you know, i see their faces when they walk out like oh man that was a good one you know <laughs> or whatever and she's she does pretty good man she's uh she's improved quite a bit over the years, she didn't like any working out at all. Like six years, seven years ago, she wouldn't do any of it. Really? Like, no, I'm not. I'm not dealing with that or whatever. She does have multiple sclerosis, so that have that's a major factor too. Fair. But um, but honestly, man, like once she once we came to once we moved to Dixie, she started getting involved in the administrative part, and I guess she just like got tired of not participating. And she started to feel better too. Some other things happened in her life that made her feel better and stuff or whatever. And now she's she's a beast, dude. She's absolutely she's a four stripe white belt now. So I'm super impressed. You know what I mean? I can't really tell her that all the time, but you know, <laughs> you know <how> that goes. <laughs> but uh, no, she's impressive, dude. Honestly, she's 51, has multiple sclerosis, and still gets on the mat and and just kills it, man. She does awesome. She's good. She's good. And she. Runs the place. <laughs> I don't run the place. She runs it. So those types of fitness classes are available. And maybe BJ Ferguson will hate me for, maybe he'll beat me up for saying this, but Tuesday and Thursday night kickboxing class too. Yes. If someone absolutely. comes in and they can't spar, they don't want to get punched in the face, they don't want to grapple, you can still do the kickboxing. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a really good all-levels class. We try to do that with every one of our classes. You know, we do have an advanced jujitsu class, but even then, you know, newer guys will hit in that one too. But um, as far as the um, the Muay Thai class goes, it's a really great class to, if you just don't know anything, you just want to learn some technique because there's no – I don't believe that on Tuesdays they spar at all. Um, you have an option of sparring on Thursdays, um, and, you know, obviously nobody's going to look at you weird if you don't. No, you know, there's but, always people who don't different. spar on Thursdays. Yeah, when yeah, we yeah. It's time to spar. There, we've got a row of bags there. Yeah, if you hit the bag, the and maybe you have someone who's been there for years yeah. help you work on your kicks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shit like that. So I really do think if, you know, there's different types of memberships, although the, 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 the bread and butter is, is the jujitsu. The bread and butter, and we just, and I say that because the, the class is more full than the other classes. I would say that. But, um, but that doesn't mean we also have, you know, like, not only do we have a great Muay Thai program, but our, our wrestling program, dude. I'm just so impressed with Cisco. His wrestling program has really changed a lot of the way our guys are, are, are grappling and doing, even doing stand-up, to be honest. Sure. You know what I mean? They're just so much more confident 
with their with their takedowns and their ground game. Oh my goodness! You're able to stand, and then the same thing happened to me when I was starting out. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't very good on the ground at all. You mean on the takedowns? Yeah, and I was I was doing. You got you better know, at regular jujitsu on the ground first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had a fight, and I was so scared to go. The guy was a wrestler. I ended up losing that fight, the first loss. Or, sorry, second loss. And I was just like, man, this guy is, like, killing me. You know what I mean? And I was like, all right, that's it. I got to get some ground game. I was so scared to go to the ground, I just I couldn't even initiate a good stand-up game because I was just too defensive, you know, or whatever. So I started doing jiu-jitsu and wrestling, and then, man, it just changed. I wrestled a little bit in high school, so I wasn't oblivious, but not good. You know what I mean, at all. But uh, it changes everything, man. A good jiu-jitsu program will change the way a good wrestling program. And like I said, this guy is so passionate about his program. He's that's a specific wrestling coach. Yeah, he's a very that's, that's what he's, wrestling coach. He's like, I'm a re- you can tell in his free time. Yeah, That guy's studying videos. Yeah. He comes in there with a game plan. He's got his girlfriend with him every time. Yeah. He's got, a, 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 I think, a notebook with some stuff that he specifically is going to work on. Yeah. And it's not crazy, you know, fancy stuff. Ahmad. Who I think seventeen will be eighteen soon. It's going to end eighteen. Up, he just turned. He just turned eighteen. Day. Okay, yep. he'll be making an MMA debut. Yep, he's soon. This is his year. This is his year this year, and he is ready. Yeah, no, he's a beast. <laughs> Love Ahmad, and Man, he's been on the, the show before um, too. Yeah. So Ahmad, him and um, him and uh, Yasser. Yasser. Yep, yeah, yep. Um, Love that guy too. But know. Ahmad told me last night that it was his first time that he actually attended Cisco's wrestling class. And I was like, yeah, can't hurt your grappling because he wrestled yeah. in high school. Yeah, and he's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler. Yeah, a good he wrestler. threw me a couple of times last night. Um, that's a different topic. But he, he said he's going to start when he can going to uh, Cisco's class because yeah. it's with per Ahmad's words, who's a good high school wrestler, he said, it's just a wrestling class. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's for all levels. You can be great. You can be new. You can, you know, it's it's a wrestling class, kind of like yeah. almost like a high school wrestling type, yeah. type yeah, very feel. Similar. He came from uh, Mike Thomas, which is Moore's high school, Moore High School's head coach. And the thing about Mike Thomas is I know Mike Thomas very well. He was my wrestling coach at Louisville MMA because he mm. came in and helped Jason out with the wrestling program there. And he is a phenomenal wrestling coach. I think he's one state. Coach of the year at least yeah, once in, no in the entire state of Kentucky. Mike Thomas yeah, I have of Moore no has won the, the award for best wrestling coach He's in the got, state. They've got such a good cardio program because they're really they're really cardio heavy. Because Mike's always been super cardio heavy. You know what I mean? He just a, he's a monster himself too. He's like he kind of reminds he looks like Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Sure. Not necessarily with his hair because he's got a full head of hair, but like yeah. his body type. Sure. You know I mean? just, just stocky. Like, not the tallest guy, but dude, he is so st- good luck. You, you can know? see he's doing squats and yeah, stuff and a lot. Yeah, and the dude can wrestle. You know what I mean? He's not one of those coaches that can't do what they do. You know what I mean? He can wrestle very well. I think he came on the podcast years ago here on the show, and he was jokingly saying that Josh Johnson had like a lot of jujitsu guys mm-hmm. who are not wrestlers. He'll say chicken legs or, you oh, know, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And he'll jokingly, and I'm probably, you yeah, know, compared to him. Old, he's got big old meaty thighs. He's got, he's squat, got squat racks in there, and he has all his wrestlers, it seems like, doing squats with perfect form. And, I yeah. mean, if you're a wrestling yeah. coach, that's yeah, it's, it's, leg strength and your strong ass and everything. At. That's yeah. pretty important. Yeah, you got to get that get that trunk going (laughs) sure for sure but yeah super good coach so and and cisco is equally as good he focuses on every aspect of the game he'll even like throw in some jujitsu here and there not necessarily as he's teaching jujitsu but like hey this is an option if you're a jujitsu guy because it's such a jujitsu heavy school you know it's like he he, but he knows jujitsu a little so he'll throw that in there. yeah i think he showed someone something last night and it 
with some type of a you sprawl, someone shoots on you sprawl, and it's just like a nice entry for a Darce. Isaiah nice. Ferguson got involved and was actually helping Ilvain and I oh, nice. to work on that as a Darce, a Gator roll, Darce entry type thing, and it nice. all works together, you yeah, know, so yeah. well. That's what's I think is very cool about what yeah. Louisville Combat Academy does. Is I was saying there's different types of members, John. In the wrestling class, just does wrestling on Tuesdays and yeah, Thursdays. Yeah, just does wrestling. He's okay. hit a couple of jiu-jitsu classes oh, has just he? to check it out. Okay. I just don't think it's his thing. He just that's wants okay. to wrestle. You know, I, yeah. I think that's and cool. John's great. He's like a homeschool kid, man. We actually have a, We actually have a homeschool class that's dedicated to homeschool kids that we do every Friday at 4 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, and it's just homeschool kids only. You know, if you're a homeschool kid, come on by. You know what I mean? It's John uh, Baptiste also, they, mm-hmm. they're they yeah. homeschooled also, I think. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So they have more. You got, how many homeschooled families? are there five or six maybe. okay very cool yeah. interesting yeah um um before the school year we had a, we had like 20 kids in that class at one point and this the busing system and i know it sounds funky when we're talking about homeschool but somehow that's what do you mean that sounds funky system. because we're talking about homeschool kids and i'm talking about the busing system but for some reason when the busing system killed all of our kids' classes, it kind of killed that class, too, for a while. I don't know why. I just Also, they went back to school, and okay. they just didn't you know, want to do both or whatever. But, um, man, our kids' class was like, we were 30 deep on our kids' class before this busing debacle hit Louisville. And now we got, like, six kids. It's insane. It's insane. The whole school system's so fucked. Yeah. I know that's yeah. a different topic, but I was looking at a, a pay stub for a, a school bus driver, and I forget how much they get paid, like 50-something dollars an hour. And they keep quitting. Like, what's going cool? on? I don't. I, I don't want that job. I'm, I'd end up fighting some kid and going to yeah, prison. I'd go straight to prison, probably, because it's all on camera. You have people throwing shit at you, talking shit to you. Yeah, probably that, that wouldn't be none of that. Yeah, I would be fired probably within ten minutes. <laughs> within ten minutes, <laughs> I have maybe. zero patience whatsoever for just being blatantly disrespected. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, I'm old school, bro. I'm, you know, yeah, you're gonna respect me or, or you're gonna get up out my face. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna deal with that. Sure, I mean, like, that's ridiculous. And you know who are you gonna blame for that? You know, first you got to blame the parents because the parents don't want to raise their kids with any type of respect, or they're not around. You know what I mean? That's a problem. Still the parents' yeah. fault. Still the parents. You know what I mean? If they're not around, that's yeah. Yeah, you're, it's your fault. If you're not <laughs> Unless you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, and then you just have so many other factors, man. It's, it's insanity. You know, either way, you know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> so so Louisville Combat Academy, 10th Planet Louisville is thriving, doing very well. Yeah, a lot of class, really well, class availability. What is the schedule like? The schedule, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we kick things off at 530. My wife does the strength conditioning class. We also have noon classes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday that, um, that Travis Hudson runs. And he does an excellent job with that class. Um, and then we have at 630, we have kids class running at the same time we have an adult beginners class. We did that because a lot of the a lot of the kids' parents that was coming in, they were like, "Man, it'd be kind of cool. I'd like to try it." I was like, "You know what? Why don't I do a class specifically the time? for them? Yeah, okay. for them at the same time." And then now that class is blown up. You know, that class got huge. The beginners cool. class, yeah. and then after that, we have a seven thirty advanced jujitsu class, which um, it's it's really a mixed level class, but I'll teach advanced movement. You know, so sometimes you know you got guys that aren't quite getting everything or whatever, but I just tell them, "Look, I'm sure I'll go over this again at some point." You know, just get what you can get and whatever. But, um, but yeah, and then uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, at uh, Tuesday, not not on Tuesdays, but on Thursdays, I actually do a strength conditioning class um, myself. 
And then, uh, but normally on Tuesdays at 6.30, we have a, a kickbox or a Muay Thai class with Ferguson's. And then after that, we have wrestling with Cisco. And, uh, and that lasts, uh, that's from 7.30 on to whenever, whenever they decide they want to leave, which is kind of how we do the jiu-jitsu class. It starts, the advanced class starts at 7.30, but we could get, we could be there till 10 o'clock. And it just depends on when people feel like stop rolling. Cause I don't, I'm not going to leave until they're ready. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like. I don't care. What else am I going to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> I got nothing else to do. It's fun. You know? Yeah, and it's fun. You know what I mean? Even if I'm not sitting there rolling, I'm sitting there watching and critiquing and helping the guys, you know, you know, polish games up and stuff. So it's a lot of fun, man. absolutely love it. Best it, business ever. If you could do it all over again, you would still be a gym owner? Absolutely, yeah. I would when did you first, years. what year did you first try to open a gym? Oh, let's see here. Well, it is 10 years ago. I'm guessing, t- yep, 2013, yeah. Yeah, that's when I opened my gym. That's when I started to go down to Richmond. And that was in the Highlands. Richmond. Yeah, yeah, okay. that was in the yep, Highlands. Right there where uh, that Love CBD place is now, right next to St. Ananias or something like that. Okay. St. Francis of Assisi or something like that. Okay. Know. I'm illiterate. I can't. <laughs> so, so one of the things you've mentioned previously is if you could do it again, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you wouldn't have opened up a shop in the Highlands. Maybe Never. you would have went no. to directly to Beulah Church Road maybe. Yeah, if I could have done that, I would have definitely done that because, man, Highlands was horrible. I for jiu-jitsu. You know what I mean? Like, I'm Well, you mentioned earlier, <laughs> I don't want to make it political, but you said – don't do jujitsu if you're a, a, a liberal who's going to get offended by everything. Yeah, well, that's, like the that's whole, the where highlands, the Highlands yeah. is. That's right where you... It's funny because I wasn't even political at all back then. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like it's only recently that I've even paid attention to politics at all. I'm somewhat uh, like that too, actually. Yeah, I, you know, I'm new to caring as much. Cor- corona. Yeah, that really hyped everybody up. Yeah, I think I was into it, started to get into it right around... Right around the uh, Obama years. Okay. You know what I mean? I actually voted for Obama his first term. Wow, that's interesting. I I like to hear that, actually. That's that's cool. I've never voted for a Democrat for president. It's cool that you did. I didn't know. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned also that your dad's a lefty. He is very left. Yes, very. About as left as it gets, yeah, in in most ways, yeah. (laughs) But, uh, well, man, you know, it was. I kind of got caught up in the, like, I wanted to see the first black president. I thought that would be the coolest thing ever. You know what I mean? Like, let's see how a black man in today's world runs this country. Sure. You know what I mean? I thought, hey, I mean, he's only got four years or eight at the most. How bad could it get? Mm-hmm. He got pretty bad. <laughs> he got pretty bad. <laughs> Not that uh, the fact that he's black had anything to do with it. It was just the person himself. You know what I mean? I don't think Obama was the best president. You know, but he was a Democrat. I, I voted for him because not only because he was a black dude, but because you know when they were doing pre, um, doing like the interviews or whatever between him and John McCain because he was the guy he ran against, mm-hmm. which was the worst running person. They wanted him to win, obviously, because John McCain was a horrible candidate, in my opinion. But um, they were they were they were at a church in California and they were like, going over issues and stuff and they and they just started talking about the issues that I care about you know what I mean like you know the um, abortion issues and homosexuality issues and uh, same sex marriage back then was an issue um, it hadn't been as widely um, accepted as it is now or whatever and you know, those are the issues you know because I'm a Christian guy I'm going to vote faith so I want to know what these answers are he answered every one of them exactly the same as John McCain did. 
You Barack I mean? Obama did? Yeah, Barack Obama did. Even yeah. about abortion? Even about abortion. Yeah, all of it was the same. He said, I think every person should make their own choice, da 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 and all that kind of stuff, which he wasn't necessarily, he's not against abortion, but he answered it in a really intelligent way. You know oh, I mean? there's no denying yeah, Barack yeah. Obama's. He's a smart guy. Dude. Not only smart, but very skilled in putting his words together. Yeah, he's a politician. Yeah. He's, he's the, maybe the best politician. fucking politician ever. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. He's a very good politician. He knows how to skirt around questions very well. And that's not a compliment <laughs> yeah. coming from me. That's yeah, not, no, yeah, I'm no, not complimenting him. Yeah, that if anybody calls you a... Calls you a um, um, a, a politician. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not helping you. Not, Probably not. Based not on history, statement. based yeah. on history, that's not yeah. a very good yeah. track. I don't know any politicians that I like that much. You know what I mean? I like Trump, but he's a businessman. You think Trump's going to win? No, I don't. I wish he would. I really. I'm going to vote for him 100, percent and I'm going to pray as much as I can possibly pray that he gets in there. But I don't think they they screwed him out of the last election. Clearly, uh, what makes it? What's going to be different now? I mean, all the, they're still doing mail-in ballots um, in a majority of the states. So I'm like, it's going to be the same result here. You know what I mean? And if 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 Biden gets president again, I think we're going to have a, we're going to have some problems. I think this this is the silent majority is hopefully not going to be so silent anymore. At least that's what I'm hoping because we need some change up there, man. You think it'll be Biden as the candidate? He is running. I know he is, but there's people who believe last minute they'll sub in Gavin Newsom. Oh, okay. The governor of California. Supposedly, maybe they could do something like that. That's the type person. Or Michelle Obama would be subbed in. That would be an interesting thing to watch or to see how that would develop Michelle Obama. I could see her winning, to be honest. I, I don't. I don't think. Winning? I don't think she'd be good. I, I, think cer- that I certainly wouldn't. I vote could for see her. her winning if they did the same thing they did to Trump with um, <laughs> Biden. You know what I mean? Because Cheating. I just don't think, man. Look, and I'm not a sexist person by any stretch of the imagination, but I would tell you that there's a lot of people in this country that don't necessarily want a woman president. Personally, I don't really care what gender the president okay, is. Okay. You know, like, I don't really care about that stuff. But I'm just talking about people that I talk to here and there or whatever. I don't know that they're even some women will say that. Even women will yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a good argument for both sides or whatever. But either way, you know, I I, I think I just didn't want it to be Hillary. That, that would have been a disaster. Even almost as bad as Biden, probably worse. I don't know. She's an evil person. But everybody which was the one who was out of Alaska, Sarah Palin. Yeah. Man, I was so hoping she would be president because she was kinda hot and I was like, that'd be kinda <laughs> cool. And then watching a hot chick do the you know, the inaugural address and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> but uh but other than that, you know, I'm out of really carried away. I'm not sexist by any stretch of imagination. But, you know, I think it'd be interesting really to see to see that, but the last time I thought it would be interesting, then I ended up voting for somebody who really sucked, and it was Obama. I've never heard you say you, I've never heard you say you voted for Obama before. Yeah, I did, I did, I did. I got caught up in, you know, I don't want to say caught up. I made a decision, you know, and I was, and I made an educated one. And you you're know. not ashamed of it now. No, no, not at all, man, not at all. Um, I really wish he hadn't have been elected, you know, but but at this, especially for the second term. But you know, that's you know, that's America. You know, everybody gets to have their opinion, whether everybody likes it or not. You know what I mean? And that's cool. You know, whatever. That's that's what we're here for. You know, we're nobody nobody's look, I'm very conservative, extraordinarily conservative in some points, but that doesn't mean I'm ignorant either. You know what I'm saying? Like I I'm not like you're more of a libertarian old type thing and I'm super Correct. Yep. super right conservative or whatever. So it'd be different. Yeah. Different box politically. 
Yeah. Some plenty of overlap, probably. Yeah, plenty of overlap. Yeah, because there's some things that, like, I'm sure that you agree with that I don't. Sure, but that's yep, cool, yep, man. Yep, but that's yep. what that's what. Oh yeah, if you can, about. You oh I mean? yeah, if you can't come together with people you disagree with. Yeah, you got yeah, some it's, issues. It, it's you, not them. Sure. You know I mean, if you're having so much of a problem, or you're so dedicated to this one person. I wouldn't say ideology because that I can understand that, but like, but like one person or this person or that person, if you so dedicated to that person that you just blindly go with them, that's not good either. Sure. Which and works. and you you exclude. You know, there's people who support Bernie Sanders and love Biden. I have a friend who defends Biden to me now. My dad does. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that does exist. New I have family. Point, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that does exist. But I honestly, though, you know, I have examples of people that I think are very good friends, very good people. Yeah. They would defend Biden to me. Yeah, and I yeah. couldn't disagree more. Of course, the Bernie Sanders or, you know, people who like call for communism. socialism and <laughs> communism, stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. Of course, I would have serious issues with. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I can't be friends with them. Right. Yeah. I'm the same way, man. I kind of have like, even like even when I'm talking to like um, people because I'm a Christian guy. I'm obviously I'm a straight dude. But like we have, you know, I know people that are that are homosexual or whatever. And I'm not here to judge you. But I might ask you a couple questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I want your opinion. I want, want to, what's that look like to you? Or what do you think about that? You know, like, I've had plenty of conversations with, with um, homosexual men and women about transgenderism. Sure. That is you an interesting I mean? topic coming from, because from if, if I was homosexual, yeah, if I was a, let's say I was proud to be homosexual. And then I saw that some homosexual teachers were pushing some transgender stuff in the schools, and I didn't agree. I would hope I wouldn't agree right. with blatantly doing that, even yeah. though I was homosexual. Yeah. So I would think, in theory, I would be like, yeah, I disagree with that, and I want to let my voice be heard that yeah. I disagree with that. I would hope I would There's think that. There's a lot of people in the gay community that just can't stand transgenderism. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, And that I really is. think it would be a thing. Even among lefty like gays. The same. Even among lefty yeah, gays. Yeah, yeah. No, not at all, man. They're, that is you know, true. They look, make, they're like, dude, get off that fence. You know, pick a side, whatever. You know what I mean? You can do this. And plus, you're coming up with imaginary pronouns that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> they and them makes no sense to me. You're talking about a person in a plural form. Doesn't even, doesn't even, that's not even proper English, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my gosh. We don't, I'm not talking about ebonics here. They're talking about, like, you know, just normal language. Just fucking with the language. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't even make any sense. It's not even like when you're a teenager and you get, and some new stupid word comes out or whatever, you know, like fleek or whatever that goofy shit is, you know, or whatever. I'm you can kind of see that. It's kind of like a language taking a shift thing. of its own. You know, it's yeah. like, to me, it's almost the same thing. It's just way dumber even than the teenage words that to me are stupid. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, what do I know? I'm old. My <laughs> grandfather, John Dugan, he was raised poor, born, I think, in 30, 1930 in New York, Yonkers, New York, very poor, always very adamant. Sergeant in the Marine Corps, always very adamant about speaking correctly. Mm -hmm. If you said something the wrong way, he'd be like, what did you say? Like, he would ah, be fucking nice. pissed. He's yeah, a yeah. drill sergeant in the Marine Corps. Oh, nice. Yeah. I can't imagine. He died in, I think, 2003. Mm, Great guy. Sad. But he, I can't imagine trying to explain to him, like, <laughs> Grandpa, <laughs> listen, sergeant in the Marine Corps, listen, now you have to ask someone before you call them him or her, or some people want to be called they. You need to know that. I, I don't think it would fly with a lot of the, historically, no, the, the people that have made a, our country very strong. I don't know strong. if he's like a cuss guy or not a cussing guy, but I can imagine. 
if somebody, if I was that old school, like yeah. that, which I'm pretty old school, because yeah. I, I knew what my reaction was when I first heard that ridiculousness, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. You guys are just fantasy landing it now. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to have like a, like a slang word or whatever, at least it has to make sense in some way, shape, or form. That does not at all. You know, I mean, then there's 60 of those the fucking things. Are you kidding? More than that, <laughs> yeah, I think. More than that. There's now. always new ones. So the, the the issue is not even like if you knew someone who was gay and, and I was like, yeah, AJ, technically I would prefer you called me, I don't know, instead of Kelly, call me some other name, you know, whatever. Yeah. It may be weird. That is, yeah. that would be weird. Yeah. But. But the, the the issue really the has become is, you have a, is a when bi- you start forcing you other have a people. Bisexual name is I have the yeah, same. Yeah, so regardless, I get to it's keep. I, I, I was as I was saying that I was like, well, Kelly actually sounds like <laughs> yeah. it could be a woman. Well, so does Adrian. <laughs> okay, <laughs> true. Like most, I hadn't thought I of that. A before. lot of chicks named the same. I was like, oh man, I got a bisexual name. Shit. You know, like, whatever. My so, mom's boyfriend is really happy right now. Your what? My mom. That's what I was named after one of my mom's old boyfriends. Really? I'm sure, that went well in family reunions. But what know. does your dad think of that? Uh, we never really discussed that. Too. Does your dad know that's why the name was Adrian? I think so. I think it's possible. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's something she kept. I don't know. They didn't get along very long after <laughs> so you were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they weren't together for like six months. I was six months old when they split up. So. Okay. Yeah, it was wild. But they but it's crazy. the pushing it on people. It's the going, hey, you will call me this, and if you if you don't call me this. There will be consequences yeah, like and that, shit like that. Like that's that. where it really turns into an issue. Like, let's all just leave each other the fuck alone. Yeah. You can think I'm weird. I'll, maybe I'll think you're weird. That's okay. Let's just leave each other the fuck alone. I think people care way too much about other people's fucking business mm. these days. You know what I mean? Like, dude, before, be, in social media, of course, has been the culprit in that in that equation. Because, like, before, yeah, everybody had an opinion, but they, they kept it to themselves. Now you got a platform where nobody, there's no repercussions for saying whatever the fuck you want to say <laughs> and so now they could say whatever so now then everything's out of the closet now you know what i mean like, it's a different world yeah, entirely world. yeah i'm like dude and also too i never understood how ridiculously ignorant ignorant the general population is mm. i'm gonna say that people are gonna give me shit but i say it all the time so it don't really matter and facebook is a the best shining example of how absolutely stupid humans can be on a massive scale you know what I mean? Like, you just, not everybody needs a voice, man. You know, because some of these people need to cut their tongues out or cut their fingers off or something. I don't know. They just silliness, you know, stupidity. But it's craziness, man. And this world's nuts, dude. I don't know. But don't know it is, it is still, happen. we are still fortunate. You know, my, my, my wife is from America. Cuba. My wife's from Cuba. Her, her uh, mother. Her whole family's lived in Cuba their whole lives. And living in the, I can just say, in my experience, it seems, living in the United States is still... Still way more preferable. Than, than probably anywhere else in the world. Probably, based on everything that I've ever heard. Now, some cases could be made for some European places, and I don't know. You know, I'm not going to say that's wrong. But as far as job availability, being able to get your hustle on, create a gym, right. yeah, shit I mean, like that. I mean, I, I really no don't think there's a, a, a place better to do that than the no, United I States. The, I have the freedom to hold my own business. I have the freedom to worship however I want to worship. Sure. I have the freedom to be a loser if I want to be a loser. I have the freedom to go out there and beg for money in the middle of the street in the cold of winter when I live in a nice house. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit happens too. Not that I live in a nice house. I was talking about somebody else. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, I'm talking about the homeless dude. It's like I barely. And they're, they're. It's funny, man. Like, 
when I used to see homeless people, they look like homeless people. Oh, okay. They had their yeah, ratty yeah. ass clothes. They had shoes barely on their feet. They got duct tape holding their f- shoes on. Or not even shoes. They just got duct tape with the sole, holding a sole onto their foot. Yeah. Duct tape or whatever. And But now, you're right. These motherfuckers got Jordans. Seriously. Yeah. They're wearing the exact same outfit that I'm wearing when I'm in my car. And I look over, I'm like, this, yeah. guy's, this guy's holding the fucking sign one money? What's like, going dude, on? You got like a... You got like a three hundred dollar Ozark jacket on, man. What are you talking about? Do you ever give money to the homeless never. like that? Okay. Never, never, okay. never. I don't never, either. Never, never. And it's not because now look, man, if I see some if I saw a dude that didn't have no legs in a wheelchair with a sign up, I'll give that dude a couple. Okay, okay. That's different. Okay. But if you can stand on your own two feet and hold a fucking sign up for eight hours, it seems like sometimes these guys are out there forever. So much that they got like a whole, they got a bag of food and water. They were hooked up for the day. You know what I mean? Not to mention what other shit that people give them food-wise when they're, which is weird. I wouldn't take food from somebody's car. Who knows what they did with that shit? <laughs> That's weird. You know what I mean? But, hey. If I think most of the time those guys probably don't don't even eat the food. No, they don't. They're, they're they go, they put it in the bag. Okay. And then they'll keep going. They'll go out there and get some more money. They want you know money. I mean? they, don't, they don't want no food. They don't want no job. I was talking to somebody the other day. That they had a homeless group of people in tents living behind this business. Well, the business owner went out there and says, Hey, guys, I want to help you guys. I need some help in my business. So I want to hire worst, you guys. Yeah, worst place to go. Yeah, yeah it, absolutely. Worst place. Yeah. <laughs> They'll laugh at them. So they spent thousands of dollars getting oh, these people trained up man there's a shower in the in the facility so they got them you know they let them take showers they let, let them stay there in the back with their tents or whatever and all that shit they lasted three days and they all quit there was like 10 of them and it was like they just quit after three days what do they say the road to hell is paved with, with good, good intentions. intentions yeah yeah so that guy he spent he just lost his butt on that didn't help his business yeah, at all it actually hurt his business because it cost them thousands of dollars to get these people prepped and ready and then they were like i'm out like, well, that's that's America, bro. You know, like you know, that's homeless America, I guess. Anyway, yeah. you know, I'm sure that there's plenty of people with underwear on the outside of their pants, like that comedian said years ago, or whatever. So he can't get a job, but I ain't seen none of them. Everybody I look at is definitely healthy enough to go get some job. How how much in good health do you have to be to sit and answer a phone all day? You know what I mean? If you could stand in with a sign, you can answer a phone. You know what I mean? I mean, good grief, people are stupid. That and the, I got too much pride to stand there and beg for money. I'd rather just work for my money, just like a normal human being. No, I'm never gonna take. I don't do handouts. I don't do that. You know, hand ups, good. Handouts, never. You know, and that's that's how I am when I'm giving. Man, I'm you know I can tithe to my church, and I know where that's gonna go. You know what I mean? Voluntary, voluntary type shit. Yeah. yeah. But if I give to this dude, he's just gonna use it to go buy some crack, heroin, bottle, whatever. I ain't down with that. I'm not supporting your habit. You know what I mean? You do that somewhere else. Fair. But well, people do all day long. They apparently, be out there. they people wouldn't be out money, there. No. Know? Nobody's gotten money out here for three years, but today's the day. No, I don't think so. No, no they would, they would not be out there. There's yeah, people. people are dumb, I see dude. it. I see it happening all the time. People handing them cash. Well, they're smart. They get, $20 they, bill and shit. They get, they get these people, man. Like, people are goofy, man. So, like, they'll, they'll start feeling guilty. That they got this nice stuff, and then you see this dude ain't got nothing. Supposedly, standing on the side of the road, even though he's got brand new Nikes on, <laughs> he might have new Nikes, but maybe somebody just donated them to him. I mean, they would make up any excuse to give their money. And they have the personal; people. they've got credit card debt themselves, but they're still giving money to the yeah, homeless. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Like, dude, you should have paid that off. <laughs> now he's going to buy a bottle with the money you should have paid your light bill with, dude. And it's gonna done. 
But it's happened. It happens all the time. So, Louisville Combat Academy, 10th Planet, Louisville, 7908, Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. The Freedom Jiu-Jitsu Open is the inaugural Freedom Jiu-Jitsu, because it's just now starting to be called Freedom Jiu-Jitsu Open. Mm -hmm. Fourth event you've had. Really wish I'd have called it the Insurrection because it was January 6th, but I missed that boat. I'm so pissed that I missed that boat. Somebody said that as soon as I announced the name and stuff, they're like, you should have said, like, insurrection. I was like, damn, you're right. That would have been great. <laughs> that shit's so crazy. It is. Stupid. You know the people didn't even have guns they brought in? They, they, the Trump supporters, you probably have a gun on you now. You're a Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. The Trump supporters have guns on them. Democrats don't. Yeah, Trump supporters do. Those people who went there that day didn't bring guns in with them. Well, not only that. But they're but saying that it's a fucking insurrection. They were trying to take over the United States government without any weapons. Yeah. It's the dumbest shit I've ever yeah. heard in my whole well, entire it, life. It's not an insurrection if the security guard's telling you where to go. Okay? So this is bullshit. If you watch the tape, there's depth, there's plenty of tape out there to watch on YouTube or whatever that shows they're coming up, they're coming up steps. There's a security guard right there as they're coming up the stairs, and he waves them on through. Uh, and points to where they got to go. I'm like, dude, you know that's not a group. <laughs> you know that's not like a, a visiting group that goes up there or whatever. It's clearly something's happening here. You know, you got a guy with fucking bullhorns on his head. They don't allow that in there, but they did then. Yeah. You know I mean, what are you guys doing over here? Also, too, the White House is one of the most secure places in Washington. There was three guards on those videos. Like, they were nowhere. To be found on the inside. Uh, clearly, it was done on purpose. They just wanted to get well. I mean, it's documented again, basically that there was tons of CIA and FBI undercover people there. They yeah. won't even answer when they, when questioned um, under oath. How many CIA agents undercover were there? Sorry, we can't answer that question. Like, yeah. What? What the fuck? <laughs> yes, so there's a can. bunch. There's a bunch of people. There's a bunch of people. Pretending to be Trump supporters, working for the CIA, trying to make it look like it was a violent uh, uh, situation. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a, a, a very... And it's funny that they tell you that you can't... And they tell people they can't answer that question. America is asking you this question. You need to answer the fucking question. should be transparency. If yeah, our tax yeah. dollars are paying for these intelligence agencies and they're right. actively trying to... Uh, uh, manipulate some political event to help one side and hurt the other. It's yeah. like suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop story. We know right. for a fact. It's there. We know for a fact that that happened. Yeah. CIA uh, had offices at Facebook. Uh, they, were, they set up shop. They were suppressing <laughs> specifically that story. They've admitted to it. They're, it's yeah. not debatable. It's like the, yeah. so I mean, there's other things that are debatable, but there's uh, things that are not. Yeah. I don't think, or at least they've been admitted to. So that certainly would impact it. Yeah, I absolutely love the country, but I cannot stand the government right now. Yeah. I can't stand it. It's just really crappy, just, just shitty, man. Like, it's all, nobody's doing their job. Nobody cares about America anymore. Everybody cares about lying in their own pockets. That's really what it is. That's where politics is. Politics started back in the Greek and Roman times where well, probably maybe even earlier than that, whatever. But they really wanted I what's think best. The democracy was Athens. So yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, yeah, and they just really wanted what's better. It was a great concept. The problem with concepts like that is you have to rely on human people to carry them out, and humans are always not going to be the best thing for that. You know what I mean? Like we're always we always have our interests before other interests. You know what I mean? People are just greedy, greedy, dirty people sometimes, man, and. When you get to a place of power, 
I think it increases exponentially. You know what I mean? Also, your potential for not being a good person probably gets Clearly, if you and I go into <laughs> business, okay, and we've got a business that's going great. You and I are 50% owners. And then one day I'm like, you know, AJ, I'm, I don't think we should audit the I'm running the books. I, I don't want to audit the books anymore. You and I may be the best friends in the world. You should be like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. yeah like, we uh, can't look at the books. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, there has to be transparency because humans yeah. Yeah. naturally want to make, yeah, they want to make their, their life better. And so then if I was like, AJ, hey, we can't look at the books anymore. You should be thinking, is Kelly up to something? <laughs> Sounds yeah. like he is. Yeah, so, I mean, there needs to be some form of transparency. If everybody's money's fucking going into something, we need to know what's going on. There needs to be transparent rules, shit that makes sense. If, in my opinion, the government even exists at all, it better be something we can audit. We yeah. can know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, there's a phrase, absolute power corrupts absolutely. I don't think that's entirely correct. I think power itself, period. It doesn't have to be absolute. Sure. I think power in most forms corrupts absolutely, 100%. Sure. I own business. I own a business now. I've owned a business before. I've dealt with so many business owners and people. Man, I'm just telling you. Anybody that's in a position, or most people, I will say, not anybody. There's been a few that's in a position of power. They, they abuse it. It's human nature to do so. Everybody wants to feel like they're better than somebody else for some stupid reason. I mean, I did too. I wanted to be a black belt, so I mean, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I didn't want to be a purple belt. Yeah, I a black belt. You know, what I mean? we're all. Human. I get that part, but yeah. like, yeah, smaller scale for sure. So January sixth, uh, the jujitsu no gi submission only. Yep, sub only, freedom open. Um, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be opening it up around eight nine o'clock a.m. So get in there um, and get yourself weighed in and checked in. Or whatever then we'll, of course we'll have a meeting uh before the we'll have a rules meeting before the kids start we'll have another rules meeting um around noonish when the adults start or whatever and rules are very simple obviously you can't eye gouge and do weird stuff or whatever like normal stuff or whatever but as far as like um submissions you know there's no spiking obviously i don't want anybody you can't lift anybody up over your hips um, super high to just slam them down or whatever. Now, if you're going for like a double leg and you're and you're and you're pulling and you're pushing the legs past your hips or whatever, and their feet swing up in the air, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just picking them up over your shoulder and just trying to spike them down. That's illegal. Um, 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 obviously, no um, heel hooks for kids. We don't really want kids doing heel hooks or whatever. But they can do straight ankle locks and knee bars or whatever because we do want to give them something. You know what I mean? The kids are, all my kids are training leg locks. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm talking to young kids. And it's very straight ankle locks, knee bars, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Nothing crazy. No heel hooks, really. Uh, though we have introduced them periodically to that. And we monitor that pretty heavily. But um, uh, as far as the rule set for the adults, um, pretty much anything goes, man. You know, um, uh, obviously, again, no spiking or anything like that. But, like, that's just about. That's just about the end of the rule set as far as that goes because I just want jujitsu to be done there. You know, I don't, I don't like when they just, you can't reap. Well, reaping's the dumbest rule I've ever heard in jujitsu competition is a no reap rule because it makes no sense. If I can take and change my knee angle from the outside in, that's cool. Well, if I go 50-50, I'm changing the knee angle to the outside which is actually more dangerous because you have less flexibility when you take your knee from inside to outside than from outside to inside. So the rule makes no fucking sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's the dumbest rule ever. For Eddie EBI rules, does he... There is no reap rule. Oh, okay, so no. you're consistent with Eddie. Yeah, no reap rules whatsoever, yeah. Um, wrist locks are legal. You know, neck cranks are legal. Are wrist locks legal for kids? 
No, 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 not for kids. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stir shit up over yeah, here. Right. <laughs> you're, what if you're like, hook, yeah, we'll <laughs> and we make sure we neck cranks for sure. <laughs> Can openers. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily like if I'm if I'm refing, and which I do ref the kids. If I'm refing and I see that the kid is in a neck crank, but it's supposed to be a like a chuck, and I'm just okay, all right, man, you know. But if it's like blatantly just a neck crank you know what i mean and the guy and usually the kid will tap pretty quick anyway i just don't want it to go too far so sometimes i'll tap for the kid which pisses the kid off but i'm mm. like dude trust me i'll just save you like six weeks of a crooked neck sure. you know what i mean like dude this sucks you know what i mean but you know and i've had and most 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 of them have been pretty good because i've had to tap a couple of times for the kids like if their arms fully extended and i'm there then their opponent starts to bring their hips up and meets mm. the, the outside of that elbow and their faces all cringing up. Yeah, that's a tap to me, dude. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to watch call, a kid's call arm ambulance. get snapped. Yeah, I'm not doing that. We yeah. did have one kid got a little bit of hyperextension, but nothing broken or anything like that. So, but, um, but yeah. And the same thing with the adults, man. Like, we don't, you know, I've heard a couple of ankles pop here and there or whatever, but it's not, you know, if your ankle pops, you're usually it's on good. You. It's your yeah. knee. That's what you got to worry about. And again, that's why I tell everybody before the tournament, I have the same kind of speech. Like, look, dude. This is a $40 tournament, $50 if you pay at the door, okay? Look, we all want to win, you know what I mean? But outside of the absolute divisions, it's not worth getting you, you know, and not even them are worth, because $500 doesn't pay your deductible half the time. You sure. Know? It's like yeah. you don't really want to Time off the chance. mat you know, for it's 500 too, bucks. It's a, it's a, yeah, yeah, you spend months off the mat just because you, do, you wanted to win this $40 entry tournament. You know what I mean? Like it's not smart. I said, let's, I said, dude, you know, and I'll just say this all the time too. Um, again, I'm, I'm very open to cross training. Uh, the reason why, another reason why I started this tournament is because I wanted my guys to get more work. And a lot of guys were just really intimidated by the big tournaments, especially the very beginners or whatever. So like, hey, let's just do a couple house tournaments and see what happens. Well, it's starting to grow a little bit, so hopefully we'll do something else later. But I just really wanted to get my guys comfortable with competing, but not competing with each other, but competing with other schools. Oh, I think it's a great thing, yeah. and there's no question that it, the existence of it, evidenced by even Brandon Reed, you know, coming yeah. to compete, yeah, stuff Brandon like that. I think it's great man. for the local community. Has to be. So there's too. no way around it. Anyone so can too. compete. Limited, very minimal, as minimal of a rule set for a jujitsu competition as you'll ever see. Yeah, yeah, and also too another thing we offer that Fuji used to offer. They don't. Uh, I think they actually do still offer that. I'm bad about him, but I like Tim Mortland. He's a good dude. Um, is if you if you compete and say maybe I don't know you got put out early or whatever, and you just really feel like you didn't get your money's worth, we will make another bracket around you mm. to make sure you get as many mat because it's really about mat time. Mm. In my in my opinion, competition outside of winning money that's different, you know. But like if it's a non pro level. It's really about having as much mat time as possible, getting more comfortable, trying new things out in competition. You know what I mean? To me, that's that's what makes competition fun, too. You know what I mean? And I'd rather just do that in a better setting than like a points tournament setting or, or whatever. It kind of sucks. We have plaques for first place winners this time, too. Um, instead of, we have, of course, we've got silver and bronze medals or whatever, but we have a plaque. Um, we're sponsored. Let me talk about sponsors. If you don't mind, yeah, yeah, talk yeah, about sponsors yeah, yeah. for a second. Because we got some super great sponsors. First of all, um, Freedom Financial Group is our major sponsor every time for these tournaments. They put up the prize money. Um, they help us uh, 
they did a bunch of rash guard stuff for us, man. I mean, just a fantastic company. If you really want to look at your your finances in a different way, and um, and it, they they are uh, investment insurance uh, company, and um, they do the one the life one where you like it can it can like build money and you can borrow against the insurance sure, yeah, premium yeah. i'm not really that familiar with whole it, life or universal whole life, life or yep, universal, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, different whole types life. of uh different types of life insurance solutions to plan for the rest of your life yeah no matter what you want that to look like yeah, and i'll tell you how invested i am in this company my son-in-law just got a job with this oh company. wow so wow. i was i was so impressed with this company my son-in-law was a he was a postal worker you know what i mean and he just if you know anything about the post office. I haven't heard. Why. Do they love their yeah. jobs? No. Isn't that an they old hate, saying? They going, going postal? Yeah. I explained that to my Cuban yeah. wife and, and my stepdaughter. No idea going, going postal means you hate your job so much, you go in and shoot, shoot everybody. everybody <laughs> That's what it is. I have a bunch of friends, oddly enough, that are postal workers, and none of them are happy people. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of jujitsu trainers there? No, no. Not at all. No. Good grief. It's crazy. Wow. But... um Okay, so Freedom Financial, any other sponsors? Um, so we also have um, um, Kentucky National um, or Kentucky um, National Guard, the Army, Kentucky Army National Guard. Sorry, guys, didn't mean to screw that one up. Um, they're, they're a sponsor. They, they provide the plaques. There's a uh, recruiter there every time that we have a tournament. Um, super military. I uh, love military. Anything military, I absolutely love it because um, I'm American. And um, so anytime I could support our troops in any way possible, I'm going to do that. Um, we'll talk about something in a second if you got a minute uh, um, on on that subject too. But um, and and also we have uh, Integrity Concrete. Uh, my friend Randy Tipton. He's done so much for our gym. Uh, such a such a great dude, man. He owns Integrity Concrete. So if you want some really good concrete done, he does real fancy stuff to regular stuff. I mean, he does stamp and stain concrete. He does epoxy flooring. He does all kinds of crazy stuff, man. Dude, and he does a great job um, and everything. He's been doing it for a long time. So. Um, yeah, so those are our three, our three major sponsors, uh, Freedom Financial, um, uh, Kentucky Army National Guard, and um, Integrity Concrete. Okay. You know, these guys just help our gym out so much, and I just want to thank you guys for sure for uh, for choosing us to spend your money. <laughs> we appreciate it <laughs> quite a bit. But, um, but, yeah, January 6th, man, just come in and have some fun. You know what I mean? It's uh, you, de- you definitely want to be competitive because it's definitely a competitive tournament. Even though it's a small one, it's very competitive. But um, come in, have some fun, hang out with some people, man. I love cross-training. I love meeting new people. Um, you know, I love seeing people that I've competed against come in and bringing their groups in and stuff like that, man. It's super cool. I'll see Matt Harrison. He'll bring some kids from Derby City or whatever and some other guys that I've competed with or whatever. It's just it's awesome seeing um, uh, Moody. Uh, brought a few guys out last time um, from um, um, E-Town Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, and he, I think they got a new spot going in uh, Radcliffe, too, which um, leads me to my next subject, <laughs> is that we're considering considering going to uh, going to Radcliffe and starting starting a 10-plan at Fort Knox. Um, we've, got some, we've got some good ends with Fort Knox. We have a few people that we know there. Um, one of them was used to run a fitness program for the military for the army out there so she has some really good ties with that so we're just gonna you know it's in developmental stages but you know we're definitely looking to expand even in this economy so so in if it was in the fort knox radcliffe area does there have to be a 10th planet black belt stationed there for that gym to exist because that's kind of how 
Louisville, Tenth Planet Louisville, the whole existence of it yeah. is because you got your black belt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how that rule works with Tenth Planet is um, you can either assign a black belt, okay, or you can assign a brown belt, but it has to be a directly under you brown belt. And can they have to know ten planet? It has to be a ten planet brown belt. Okay, like okay. I see. I see. I, mean? I see. So I can do that, but because it's both of those are underneath my black belt lineage, too. You know what I mean? So like, um, actually, may even start a third one. I don't know, but um, eventually I'm going to have to um, specifically assign black belts, depending on how many I open up. You know what I mean? And the, the thought is to open up as many as possible before I'm too old to open anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I want to not necessarily franchise because I'm actually part of the ten planet. I guess we call it a franchise. It's kind of a goofy name, but we say family. You know, <laughs> we don't say franchise, but yeah, but you know, many of them is possible, I guess. But I thought Fort Knox was a really good thing to do, not only because it's good potential for business out there. Oh yeah, but I'm seeing a really big gap in technique when it comes to military people. And oh I, my I, god! And yeah. I'm not saying this anything negative against military people's training. Is that what you were saying earlier? When it comes to you support the military, yeah, absolutely. You've seen a gap when people come in, they say, "I did combatives in the army." Yeah, and then they're horrible at it. The problem is, is you only do combatives for a limited amount of time. And if anybody knows anything about any combat sport, limited amount of time doesn't work. Okay, you have to do things on a schedule. You have to, not necessarily a schedule, but you have to do things on a continuous basis. You can't just go in. Like, I love these seminars, these women's self-defense seminars where they go in, they go in one day, and then they go out and they get beat up. Why? Well, because there was no... There's no muscle memory. There's no repetition. Could have easily made it worse with those seminars. You're yeah, like, oh, I went to yeah. a sem- seminar the other day. Don't talk to me like that. They yeah, start talking yeah. shit. Yeah, and then they get the shit beat out of them. They're like, oh, you should have paid more attention. No, you should have signed up for the class they offered after the seminar so that you can actually do the movement they teach in the seminar sure. and get it actually down. You know what I mean? Which is what I've had the biggest problem with with, with our military right now. You know, or, or you know. The people the that you that, see who've trained in the military. Yeah. I trained jujitsu with a guy for years who, who was a, I think, a level two combatives instructor for the Army. Yeah. And that's supposedly like a high ranking mm. within there. That's interesting. And he told me exactly what type of shit they did. Their guard passing is like, like kind of like put your arm into their face and then like just immediately, mm. like it's just no real technique. Wow. It's like a, uh, it's not really, it's kind of like jujitsu, mm-hmm. but it's all designed to see if you can stand up and get away within the first two seconds of type mm. stuff. Okay. It's not like an actual structured guard passing. Yeah. It's like a, just a different stay, animal. You're there really. to get away. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even then, that, the stuff that their techniques that they're teaching, even for like, they're not even doing a technical stand up. You okay, know what I mean? Yeah. Which makes no sense to me whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like, that's the safest way to get up from a point standing in front of you, you would think. Properly yeah. standing up in a judo based type yeah yeah it's just yeah. the right way to stand it's up like a mean. box drill you just push your hand on the shoulder you box drill out and you're now yeah you know what i mean like it's a way safer way than trying to roll away or trying to scramble or anything like that and you expose yourself to whatever and in that instance if you're talking military and they're in one-on-one battle with another with a dude that's a you know from another country or whatever they're probably gonna there's gonna be knives involved there's gonna be guns involved there's gonna you know what i mean and God forbid we go against uh well, gets Japan or something, and they'll kick all our asses because they know martial arts. You know? <laughs> I heard Germany. It used to be that way. It's not quite that. Like yeah, it. I heard Germany. To be a cop, you have to be like a judo. You have to have a judo rank or something. Fantastic. So maybe some. Yeah. I maybe, think every cop in America should be a blue belt, at least. Yeah. Statistically, cops don't like to train. Yeah, they just don't. It sucks. I'm like, dude, why? You have. Not Another many. thing too, I think the government should do a subsidiary, like some kind of subsidiary, where they would, you know, they would help pay for that type of training because it's only in their benefit. 
You know what I mean? In Why many ways. Have in like many a, ways. Yeah. Mental health of a police officer. Will, oh, my gosh. That's pretty dude, important, it's I think. huge. Yeah. Camaraderie with a jujitsu family. That's yeah. good for that cop working for years. Yeah, Obviously, I mean, the practical on-job application, if they needed to, they can arrest someone properly. Right. I mean, the psychology of being a police officer is kind of weird, man, because, you know, they're, they always they always talk about, you know, blue blood, stick together, and all that kind of stuff, which is great. I love that. It's fantastic. Whatever way you would want it. You definitely want it that way. But I think that officers, and sometimes, not all the time, obviously, I don't want to speak out of turn, really, because I love our police our police and fire department, all first responders, really. But I really think that they, um, I really th- I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you think they need to work on their technique and they yeah, need to they adjust need to it to, yeah, to, 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 to adjust their technique. To to, effective. They need to take pride in better in themselves yeah. and to be better, you know, whether it's an and army they, officer or a police officer. You're get taught in basic training the skill set you're going to really need to do that. You need ongoing training, you know what I mean, which they do offer some of it. Like they go and they'll, you know, shoot and all that kind of goofy stuff, man. But the hand-to-hand combat's not on a daily basis. And At all. Gonna, and if you're going to do this, if, you're, if your living is to defend your country, I think, you know, doing some kind of combat training on a daily basis is paramount. Agreed. You know, but I, I think they should do a voucher or something like that. You know what I mean? Also, too, that's what I was going to say earlier. I think that, like, if the psychology of it, too, is, like, you get all these officers that are just hanging around, and they're, like, in this bubble, kind of, like, um, you know, emotional bubble or, like, work bubble here. And, you know, it's hard to, like, connect with people who aren't cops. Mm. You know, connect with the, with oh, the, with okay. the people that you're trying to protect. You need a connection with them, too. Like that meme of the cop. Rolling with the purple belt stoner he arrested a few weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Per- you know what I mean? You Seriously. Be, dude, go get familiar with the people you're protecting. Sure. You know what I mean? And I think joining a jiu-jitsu gym is a great way to do that because those are everyday-ass people. You know, not everybody's an athlete. Not everybody's there to – some people are just there to hang out. Some people are there to get in shape. Some people are there to compete. You very you know, A whole bunch of factors there or whatever. I think it's important for the psychology of a police officer or any first responder to be able to, be able to go into a spot like that and just deal with regular-ass people. You know what I mean? Not somebody who's on drugs. Not somebody who just got out of jail or is getting ready to go back in or beat his wife two seconds ago or something. You know what I mean? Like, you need to see people at a different level because I think it's going to help you emotionally do your job better. You Agreed. Because, I, mean? I mean, you know, I'm not, I don't, I, I'm not an advocate for police brutality by any means or anything like that, man. But I think we've gotten really soft, mm. you know, because we don't know where the line is anymore. You know, when's the, when's, when's the line where you have to say, okay, we're not going to deal with this. You know what I mean? But I'll stand on the line over here in front of a BLM um, rally, get spit on by people. You know what I mean? That's un- that's unacceptable behavior. If I was on that line, I'd go to jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to let somebody spit on me. That's wanting endangerment. It's a felony. Yeah, it's a felony. But they let them get away with that on a police officer. You know, Gunny went to prison for beating that guy. And the reason he yeah. had beat him up, that guy had spit on him. Oh. Now, I'm not defending what Gunny did. Corrections officer. I'm not either because I don't like him, but like. I, yeah. get, I understand some of it. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not. Me. I'm going to go crazy. In front of a crowd, you, you, in front of a group of people, everybody sees that you walk up and spit in my face. Yeah. You ha- As a man then, I mean, that's kind of a, I, I guess he, you don't have to do he something. Went, he went wrong because he handcuffed the dude. He beat yeah. the handcuffed guy. Yeah, he beat up a dude that was handcuffed that was twice as small as him and not a white guy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's really where he went wrong. He, he just, also went wrong because his, his buddy left his body cam on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that what I, okay. <laughs> I think that was a. He would probably say that was a, an error, also. Oh my gosh. Is he? Is he still in jail? 
I don't even know. Good question. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Good question. But, AJ, I appreciate you coming on the show. Louisville Combat Academy, 10th Planet Louisville, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road. Um, I'm there every Tuesday. I'm sorry, every Thursday and every Sunday. Tournament coming up Saturday, Super January 6, 2024. AJ, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you very much. Hey, you too. Thank you, Jay.